just fine. Catch you when you fall. Be there when you call. It's never too much. I got you real tall. I'm Tania Carr and you're listening to The Real Talk Podcast. Here at Real Talk, we create space for authenticity, awareness and making a positive impact on the world around us. Real talk, real people, real stories. I'm Tania Carr and before I introduce my next guest speaker, I'm going to let you know that there's a trigger warning. We talk about some triggering topics, so if you feel like you need support, there's a list of contact numbers in the podcast show notes for you. It is my honour to share this kōrero from Tara Akio, who bravely took the stage at our Your Story event in Porirua. This lady is very special to me. Ka nui te aroha kia koe e hoa. Now we connected through a local mums and bubs fitness, fitness class with MBR and she was there for me through one of the most challenging times of my life. And I think it's quite fitting that I was able to create and hold space for her to express herself. Tara is a passionate writer and creatively pieces together a powerful kōrero that she shares with us. You'll hear her powerful kōrero by listening to the way she weaves her beautifully crafted words. It is with the greatest pleasure that I introduce my friend Tara Akio to tell her story. Poetry and Purako. I am detached from the shadows of my ancestors. I speak of a growing absence in a foreign tongue that should not be understood in my homelands, and yet I am understood by everyone and no one I know not. I am apologetic, apathetic as I dare to stare across the room and not know where I sit or stand as a person. I'm holding my breath in hopes that I pass out so that they pass over me and not see the ignorance that was raised and bred in me. It was my bread and milk for me. I am reading, prying, trying to learn more from secondary records, research the rights to not sound too white, but as I dare to speak, my tongue flips up and trips me up and I'm face down in the ground. I'm embarrassed that I'm a disgrace. Girl, you ain't even a race. The lighter side of brown left questioning who. I am. I am the darker side of white, the tour guide that leads men to ask, baby, were you born? Girl, were you from? I debate about Māori rights, Samoa's plights, Timoeta's re-arrival on a bike to Shortland Street. I am forever letting my curls expand so people are less likely to question you, the islands. I'm trying to tone it down to blend in, but I amp it up with the Jeff, the Māori impersonation. I'm dividing my time between fare and home and fale, e sunga, e kare, or you, so that I can slot myself into the right shape and colour at all the right times. I am forever living off the experiences of my brown friends in hopes that I can integrate and interlace their race, but this race has left me in this indistinguishable place trying to define, defy who am I. I was born on the southern streets of Auckland, New Zealand, Okalangi, New Zealand, Tamaki Makoto, Aotearoa. I was that brown face at the back, the white face at the front of the classroom. I was called half caste, dirty ass. Well, I'm half masked with the jaded past. I'm that white light in a shaded room, dusking maiden, fucking that white groom. I will forever question and ask for my ask for my rights as I put my multicolored hands into the various potluck dinners of myself. 
I will be grateful. I will be debateful. I will earn, yearn, learn, turn all sides of myself to the sun so when it's said and done, I will be all of this. I will be one. I am. Tēnā koutou, ko I wrote that poem 20 years ago. Uh, I was 18 and trying to understand ko waio, who am I? So I grew up... Oh, that's right. Use this. Way. This man. So um, I grew up in Tamaki Makoto, an urbanised Samoan, Chinese, Māori, Irish girl who had not been raised in her, knowing her marae, her maunga, her moana. I did not know my pepeha. I only spoke English. I could swear in Samoan. I knew one or two uh, uh, waiata. The islands was fed to me through the kai that I ate my friend's home and I barely attended church. I could play the spoons, but I couldn't carry a tune. I was not raised for Samoa or in Tiao Māori. I was brown, but never brown enough. And I struggled on how to carry myself throughout the world as an afagasi, half-caste. I had been writing since the age of four, journaling since I was seven, and poetry was a place where I could pull these thoughts into a space where I could try and make sense of them. At 18, my tuangangia, my older brother, Michael, took me to my first spoken word show. There, I saw how the written word could transform into an audible art. And I... Well, that's, that's <laughs> an audible art that I could share beyond the books. In the world of performing arts, I had found a place as an actor and a performer and a writer... I could speak out my angst. I performed everything. About abortion, about loss of identity, helplessness, trauma, drinking, whānau, friends. I joined uh, an ensemble of young Māori Pacifica poets called SAPSI, or South Auckland Poets Collective. I had found Tūranga Waiwai, a place where I could feel at home. And at 22, I shifted away from Tamaki Makoto to Te Nuiatara. I took only my poetry with me. Quickly I met my first serious boyfriend and I took up other labels to define myself with. I was a worker, a girlfriend, and then a mother to three tamariki, Matheson, Isabella and Leila, a wife. Within that 14-year relationship, I endured all types of abuse. I lost my identity. I lost my voice. I stopped writing, even in my journals, because I knew that they would be used against me. The marriage demanded I relinquish all control, and I got used to asking for permission. I pursued the role as devoted partner at all costs, devoted mother at all costs, And I was the one who was always playing the toll. I isolated myself from my oldest friends and was selective about what I told my whānau was happening to me in the confines of my home. I played the role as a happy person so well that I actually struggled to find sad photos of myself during the years that I was married because I did not permit to see what was happening to me. But under every smile is a cut 
a scar and a wound. This is what I wrote when I left him. There were moments in which gentle hands and soft kisses pressed too long caused discomfort, where harsh, harsh words between adults turned to threats, where childhood is no longer you in your own orbit because there you are, too small to sit in a car without your booster, puffing your chest out to make you bigger, hands out front, circumnavigating my lifespan, proclaiming loudly, screaming like at the top of a monger, not to hurt her, not to say that about your mama. When did you get so brave, little one? That was enough. Not enough to leave, but enough to create a pause so that you can be reassured, I can be assured. Haki roto. It's okay. Haki waho. I'm okay. Haki roto. You're okay. Haki waho. We're just talking. How do I apologize for not seeing it then? These are the moments they see in absolute gratitude with guilt. Then in time, as you age, it gets easier to see mother in his eyes, hear mother and roll your eyes. It makes it palatable to look at something with dis-ease. Mother is not to be respected, so we ignore the harsh words. We make her the punchline. It gets harder to stand up and easier to step aside and let the bullets fly. Mother can take it. Mother is bulletproof. Mother can handle anything we throw at her. Engage as they are locked and loaded, watching me maneuver through life, not seeing my armor as their flesh, my flesh. Bullets blend with bones and sweat mingles with tears. They confuse my stumbling for foolishness, my fear for forgetfulness, my detachment as an easy target. Shocked when I ran hurt when I left, calling me back, promising they will do better, and I'm too far gone, ravaged by the plagues of war without a visible scratch on me. In this absence space, where wah is held, not tick-tock time, where I have stopped running, I will hold a place for you, bookmarked, where I no longer see the absence of space, but tethers that bound me to you, in kōpū, rōru, pitō, there I will wait for you to answer your question, why? I left my marriage, but I never once left my family. I learned that truth from a book by Glennon Doyle. I found truth in the written word. Outside the confines of complete control, I was able to rebuild who I was. <sighs> I went back to our truth. Our source, Pūrāko, Māori legends and stories. Pūrāko with Māre Kura, goddesses, became the blueprint on how I was going to find my way back to me. Māre Kura, like Hine Te Iwa Iwa, who watched over weaving arts and motherhood, who was the halo around Marama, who was once betrothed to a chief who cheated and locked her in a cage. She sent out a karanga to her whanau, Māori, who came to her rescue. My whānau answered when I called. Without hesitation, they moved down here for me, for my tamariki. Heni nui te pō, the atua of death, is the evolution of Henititama. Mahu Eka, with fire fingernails, turned her rage against those who attempted to deceive her. Heni Putuhui is the atua of peace who took the rage of Tāwhiri Mātia during the separation of Rangi Nui and Papatuanuku. 
She imbued her gourd with that rage and sent it out into the world in the form of love and peace. I see myself. I am the downstream flow of Atua, Marekura, who could transform, transform their lives from hini to iwa iwa, hini nui to poor. From creation and destruction, they recreated and renamed themselves. I found my own purako and my whakapapa. I descend from women of mana. Te Kapurangi is one of my tūpuna. The fact that I exist is evidence she did. She outsmarted an invading war party led by Hungeheka. In the pa was a handful of women, warriors, tamariki and komatua. She stood toe-to-toe against him, saying men were born between women's legs. You were born from women, and without us, there would be no life. Men are dogs. He told her, if women are the saviors of men, anyone who passes between your legs will be spared. So she stood astride to the whare tamatikapua, telling them to run in and thus saving everyone. And now when I stand toe to toe, I feel her blood coursing through my veins. When I speak, I do not shake. My papa is warriors, revolutionists, activists, mothers, Atua, strong and imbued, capable women with, who have done such big feats. Unconditional love. How could I deny who I was? Each purako, every marekura, each tūpuna I descend from has given me a st- snapshot of kuai o. My existence is proof of who I am, of where I came from. Poetry now is more than just the words that I recite as an extension of my whakapapa, an opportunity to create my own purako so that those after me will find strength, even if it is as small as a fingernail or it inspires someone to whisper out for help. So my last purako I will share is called Ira Atua. Be not spooned by the curl in my hair, by the swoop of my back. Instead, be led by the fact that I attract honey to your wound as I crack you wide open. Musings are tohu for what is buried within. As we are panning through the minefields, we are ponamu that is left behind by potini. We are tama ahua chasing tanifa. We are waitiaki, who is a transformation from flesh to jade. We are purako. Be not my skin that allows you to touch me, but that it sings out a victory of the battles I have won, for I am one and many. As I am my papa, their skin, their hue, their marks are mine, and you cannot look away. I am a marvel to behold. I'm not a brown girl in a ring, not a bird in a cage, not a rock in your hand, not retouched, not shared or sullied or compromised. I am manuhiri, the wings that embrace those from afar. I am korowai that engulfs you when you are safe. A whisper that tells you to go left when you are lost and to right. To right what is right. I am a gentle laugh of a komatua that blow, that as you blow out a match. I am home to all whare tangata. I am immeasurable. Atua as I lay down to sleep, naked in te mahina. Look into me and whisper atahua as I bear breast, white oar, heningaro, that my tongue is not there to taste your sweat or trap your words, but to provoke a pause, invoke the improbable and invite introspective wonder. In response, we are beyond this, we are the beyond. 
past the scale of measure. Nga fetu DNA entwines in nucleus. Ochre dust the soles of limbs and brows. The evidence of Atua as clear as fingerprints. Mare kura. Fatu kura. We are shifting worlds. We are a marvel to behold. Ki te taha o toku mama. Ko mahu ki te rangi te waka. Ko tutamoinga maunga. Ko maunga repiro te moana. Ko kaihu te awa. Ko ngāti whātua te iwi. Ko te uri ahau rātou ko te rōrua. Ko ngāti torehinia ngāhapu. Ko nei tāna patuawa te whānau. Ko taita te marae. Ko Alison Blackmore tuku kuia. Ko Kerry Blackmore Freeland tuku mama. Nō tāra ākiao ahau nō reira. Tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou katoa. Real Talk could be coming to a town near you, so check out the Real Talk website, www.realtalknz.co.nz or follow us on our Instagram at real underscore talk underscore nz to find out where we'll be next. I got you real talk.